0: Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me Rob Burkhead and me Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method and for more information about what we do go to www.fit40info.com.
1: So in today's episode we're going to reveal why moving more and eating less doesn't work for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. <laughs>
0: So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a couple of dress sizes and tone up with the normal method of just move more and just eat less. But they find that when they try this, after a hard week of dieting, many of these women step on the scales and see zero movement. No matter how many sweaty cardio workouts they do, no matter how little they eat, nothing seems to work since they've turned 40 and when you're trying everything and you're not seeing results it can be really frustrating which is why so many women over 40 just end up giving up completely just throwing in the towel and just accepting those extra pounds around the middle as a part of the aging process they'll have to accept choosing clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing the things they like hating shopping for new clothes because nothing fits quite right anymore dreading beach holidays turning out the lights in the bedroom and that's never a nice place for anyone to be in So if move more and eat less doesn't work for women over 40, what does? How can you get the scales moving fast, drop a couple of dress sizes, get back into all your favorite clothes and feel incredible wearing anything that you like? Well, in today's podcast, we're going to reveal exactly why moving more and eating less doesn't always work for women over 40 and also tell you our most effective
1: strategies for seeing fast and sustainable weight loss as a woman over 40. So the reason, the thing that inspired this topic uh, was we're having a conversation yesterday. It was actually with a man, but it was with a husband of um, quite a big TV star that we may be doing some work with next year. Um, She's on some big UK TV programs. And he was saying, look, we know you do great work, um, but isn't it just like, it's still about moving more and eating less, right? And what we're saying back to that was actually for men and for women, under 40 that is the case so for men at any age really it's just about moving more and eating less and this is because men's hormones stay fairly stable and just gradually decline throughout their life and for women under forty, so women in their 20s and 30s yeah if you just cut back on your food a bit if you just do a bit more exercise do a few gym classes you know you should start to see the weight drop but for women over 40 it's not that simple so the reason for this is due to changes in hormones so changes in the female sex hormones in the run-up to menopause which can happen up to 10 years before official menopause and the, the average age for that in the UK is 51, mean that the stress response, the way the body deals with stress increases and it increases with age and increases three times more for women than for men with age. And this means that there's a number of side effects that you need to make sure you're working with. And if you combine that with a stressful lifestyle anyway, so the type of person we usually work with has you know, they're a relatively stressful job you know they're in a high pressure work environment and they've got often a lot of the family responsibilities as well if they then put the wrong exercise and diet approach on top of that one that overstresses the body what will happen is it will trigger what we call the weight gain triangle so the weight gain triangle is where cortisol levels are too high for too long what's called chronically elevated cortisol is the stress hormone the primary one uh, and then that triggers the weight gain triangle which is three key things leptin resistance Insulin resistance and thyroid deregulation. And when this happens, what will happen is first of all, it'll increase your cravings, make you much more likely to overeat. That's what leptin resistance will do. It's a hunger hormone and a sort of craving-related hormone. Insulin resistance will make you more likely to store fat, especially around the middle. It's a storage hormone, and then thyroid deregulation, the thyroid is the gland that controls your metabolism. So if that slows down, if it deregulates, then your metabolism is going to slow down. So you're going to have to eat even less and less and less to try and lose weight. So what happens when you trigger that weight gain triangle is the combination of those three things makes it much harder to lose weight and much easier to to gain it. So in terms of what is kind of like the wrong thing to be doing that could trigger that then, things like HIIT training, it's very fashionable at the moment. Running, capture to 5K, running, a lot of people are thinking about doing that in the new year. If you're not a natural runner, if you're carrying a bit of extra weight, that's going to be, it's just going to send cortisol levels through the roof. Really low calorie dieting, your body perceives that as a source of stress as well. So if you do a really low calorie, 1200 calorie a day diet or 800, fasting, cutting out whole food groups, like you can again overstress the body or doing extreme things like shakes or cabbage soup diet, you know, all those kind of crazy diets that people try. All of those things will overstress the body and you can try and do these things. There's There's nothing telling you not to. But an analogy for this is like, it's like trying to cut your garden. Let's say you've got a big lawn. It's like trying to cut it with a pair of scissors. You could do it, but it would take ages. It would be exhausting and the results wouldn't even be very good. Like it would just look like a complete mess and you'd be absolutely exhausted. And that's what it's like trying all these approaches. Like you'd be exhausted trying them and the result wouldn't even be that good. You wouldn't feel, you wouldn't look that good afterwards. So for women who are forty, you need to do the right thing. So Ben, I'll let you go through what is actually like the the right thing to do for women over 40 that gets good results. So if we look at exercise first, the right thing to do in terms of exercise
0: is a form of exercise which keeps stress levels low. Because as you mentioned, Rob, like the the most important thing is not overstressing the body, not triggering this weight gain triangle. So all the exercise we need, we do, needs to keep that stress level low. So the best way we found to do this and what we recommend to all of our clients and recommend you try as well is what we call list training. So, list stands for low-impact strength training, and that's essentially any kind of training where you're you're lifting weights, you're working against a resistance. That could be kettlebells, could be dumbbells, could be bodyweight exercises. It could be barbells, could be gym machines. The point is, it's a form of strength training rather than cardio, but it's doing this in a low-impact way, a slow and controlled way which doesn't overstress the body. So what we're trying to avoid, we're not trying to look to like be absolutely beasting yourself, having your heart beating out of your chest. And, you know, some people might ask, you know, what about different gym classes? What about like gym classes that use um, different weights, like body combat, body pump, that sort of thing? Aren't these kind of weights-based exercises as well? Well, although they do use weights equipment, the way that they're structured is actually more like a cardio session. It's more like a high intensity interval session. And it's still going to cause you that stress response. So the type of workouts you need to do, they need to be very carefully programmed, very carefully put together so that they don't overstress the body. But by doing this strength training, this resistance training, it's also very, very effective for building muscle, for toning up, for combating muscle and bone loss as well, and also for burning body fat. So it will help with all of these things. So list training, low impact strength training is... What we recommend um, for our clients, we we t- typically will give people kind of three sessions a week to do, um, with just two to three sessions per week. It is possible to drop, you know, between one to two dress sizes over a twelve week period. So it is very very effective, not having to do you know crazy amounts of exercise. So list training is the first thing we recommend. The second thing in terms of exercise and activity level that we recommend is just generally keeping your activity level high. Again, in low stress ways. So any other activity that you can add in that's going to get you moving, and this is where kind of eat less, move more, does kind of ring true, but the, the movement has to be the right type of movement that's going to avoid overstressing the body. The more of the right type of movement you can do um, and that without kind of triggering that stress response, the, best, the better your results are going to be. So the right type of movement, we're talking about list training as I've said before, but also just things like making sure you get your step count up so getting plenty of steps per day can be very very effective if you do ten thousand steps per day that's going to burn an additional 400 calories over the course of that day in a very low stress way that's not going to um, cause any negative impacts so getting a step count up um, other gentle exercise like yoga or pilates things like that can also work very very well so list training three times a week then outside of that keeping up your general activity with low stress exercise once you've got the exercise piece solved which is uh, which is crucial the next thing to focus on is what we call hormonally balanced eating so this is eating in a way which is going to avoid again triggering that weight gain triangle so we're avoiding um you know really low calorie dieting we're avoiding hormone disrupting foods we're avoiding cutting out full um full food groups completely so we're we're not doing keto or low carbs or low fats or anything like that nothing kind of Really extreme or really restrictive. The most important principle of this: so, eat more and move less. Again, is true, but not not fully. Because if you if you eat really like not very much at all, you really seriously restrict your calories. As you said before, Rob, that's going to trigger a stress response. So we can't just say, let's do a thousand calories a day. Let's do eight hundred calories a day. Let's do twelve hundred calories a day like a lot of the diets and a lot of the programs out there do recommend while that might work if you're in your 20s and 30s when you're over 40 it's just going to overstress the body it's just going to cause you to not be able to see the results that you're after so you need to eat less but it's about eating just a bit less than your body needs so your body has a certain amount of calories that if you take that amount of calories in per day and calories just a measure of energy in terms of how much food you eat so if you eat the right amount of food per day you'll maintain your current weight. You'll maintain the current amount of of body weight and body fat that you have at the moment. If you eat slightly less than that, your body will be forced to use your stored body fat for energy, and that's when you start burning body fat, especially if you're also combining that with the right type of exercise that I've already talked about before. But The key is we can't go too low on those calories. So for all of our clients, we calculate what's gonna be sort of the Goldilocks amount for them. So not too much, not too little. It just needs to be, just right. And when you hit that just right amount of calories, you can, without having to starve yourself or ban your favorite foods and still, you know, having enough flexibility to enjoy eating all the foods you want. So, you know, you can enjoy eating food over Christmas and not feel guilty and not affect your results. But when you get that right amount, that's when you'll start to see consistent results coming every week on the scales and start working towards the results that you're after. The second thing to do is to avoid hormone disrupting foods. So, there are certain groups of foods that we we tend to call the wads groups of foods so wads stands for wheat alcohol dairy and sugar which have the potential to disrupt your hormones if you kind of overeat on those foods so for our clients who basically say you know you need to keep these foods under control caffeine is also another food you need to keep under control if you're over 40 and you're dealing with changing hormones but it's all about moderation so we use something called the 80/20 rule, where 80% of the time you avoid these hormone-disrupting foods, you eat loads of uh, loads of good stuff, and I'll go into what that is in a second. But then the other 20% of the time, you can allow more flexibility, so you can have, you know, the occasional glass of wine, you can have a bit of chocolate, you can have a mince pie or, or, or two, you can have a, you know, a couple of slices of bread, you can have some toast in the morning, you can have some milk in your cup of tea. It's it's about moderation, but the key is you can eat every, all the foods you want but if you get them in the right balance of hormone-disrupting foods, um, balanced with kind of healthy foods, you'll still see amazing results and you won't have to ban anything completely. And the third principle is to hit the key three. So there are three key nutrients that you need to take in and these are calories, protein, and fiber. So you have already talked about calories, making sure you're not eating not too much, not too little. Once you've mastered that, the next most important thing to focus on is protein. Now there are three different kind of food groups, uh, main food groups, well, four if you include fiber. So we've got protein, carbs, uh, fats, and fiber. Um, the most important one for these, for women over 40, if you're trying to see results, is making sure you're taking enough protein. This doesn't need to be kind of a, a really excessive amount of protein. You just need to make sure that you're eating above kind of a minimum threshold. And we, we um, calculate this again, and we tell all of our clients what's gonna be the exact right amount for them. It doesn't necessarily need to be a huge amount, but it tends to be as long as you if you include some protein with every meal. So you have a source of protein with every meal. So we're talking about uh, meat or fish or other vegetarian protein um, protein sources. If you're including a source with every meal, that's usually enough to hit that protein allowance. And then the final thing you need to take in is fiber. So the best source of fiber usually is just from fruits and vegetables. So if you're taking a decent amount of vegetables, you're taking a decent amount of protein each day. The advantages of these two foods, A, they give you kind of the building blocks for seeing results and the building blocks for health, for getting stronger, for building muscle, having healthy skin and nails, having good energy levels. But also both fiber and protein are very, very filling. So if you hit your quota of fiber and protein on a day-to-day basis, you're not going to feel hungry. You're not going to crave unhealthy foods and you're going to find it much, much easier to stay consistent with your eating, to make good choices, and for the whole process of, of losing the weight and getting to one of, to where you wanna be, it won't be miserable and it won't be difficult because you're not having to starve yourself, you're not having to cut your calories down, you're not having to do five workouts a week, you're not having to do like horrible vomit-inducing cardio sessions, and you're not feeling starving, hungry all the time. And if you do all of these things, um, we have clients regularly lose two dress sizes over a 12-week period. And as Rob said before, you know, if you're doing it the wrong way, it's like cutting a garden with a pair of scissors. If you've got that right way, though, it's just like using a, a modern lawnmower. And if you get it really quick and efficient, it can be like one of those big ride on lawnmowers. You just sit on it, you drive three laps around the garden and the whole thing is done. It's quick. It's efficient. The results look really good. It gets done in five minutes or so. So. That's the overall approach that we recommend to our clients. If you're a woman over 40, that's going to be the most
1: effective way to get the results that you're after. And we've got um, a great testimonial case study here from one of our clients who did just that. So Claire, um, she's 49 and she's from Los Angeles. And I remember speaking to her actually when she joined the program uh, just over 12 weeks ago. And here's what she said. I was becoming frustrated with the slow progress i was seeing from my typical workouts, all of which was cardio based. So I did hit and I did jogging. One day I was going on a walk and I decided to search for a podcast about women over 40 weight loss. The irony is not lost on me that I'm talking about the podcast, a testimony about the podcast on the podcast, which said Robin Ben's Trinity Transformation podcast came up and I listened to one episode and was really impressed with what I heard. The science of how hormones change at this age and the impact it has on the body was especially interesting. The one thing that really hit home was the comment about stress. Even stress on the body like running can actually increase the hormone stores and fat in the tummy, bum, etc. I got home and looked up the website and signed up on the next day. I used Weight Watchers successfully about 17 years ago, but I was focused only, it was focused only on eating. There was not really an exercise component, so I didn't stick. I've also been a member of numerous gyms and I had a personal trainer for a year as well. I'd stick to a planned routine for a few months and would drop off out of frustration or because it felt like it wasn't getting enough for the cost or because I injured myself, this happened a lot and I didn't wanna keep doing something that was causing me pain. In the last 12 weeks, I've lost nearly four inches from my waist, and three inches from and bust in hips. And about two inches is usually one dress size. That should be about two dress sizes. I've lost almost half a stone, but in all honesty, it's the inches and the fact that my clothes are all loose that makes me so happy. What I love about the program is it takes a holistic approach to health rather than focusing on one or two things. Focus on mindfulness, meditation, and celebrating wins. These are just as important as the nutrition and workout components. I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm being truly thoughtful about my health. I've been really amazed at the increase in my strength, when I first started, I bought a few kettlebells. I could barely lift a 10 kilo over my head. I now do 10 sets of 10 reps with a 12 kilo kettlebell. My flexibility and stamina have improved a great deal as well. And because I can do all of this at home, it's manageable and sustainable. I'm still on the journey, but I'm really delighted with the progress I've made. So much so that I've signed up for a full year. And I'm excited for the next phase of this program. And I'm starting to be able to visualize myself and my target measurements and weight. So don't wait this is a program tailored for women over 40 and it works. So as you can see there from Claire she's followed the exact approach we've talked about today and she's seen half a stone weight loss so you know she didn't have tons and tons of weight to lose but still saw some significant weight loss but more importantly she's lost uh, four inches off her waist and two dress sizes so it just goes to show it's not all about the weight as well. So Ben if you want to find out more about the program Claire's followed and the approach we talked about today where can people go?
0: So to find out more about the program that Claire followed and the approach that we talked about today, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can find all of the details
1: on that page. So that just about wraps it up for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We shall see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast